Hi, this is Gail. Welcome to Part of the Whole, a personal journal dedicated to discovery of your authentic self. I talk about embracing your wholeness, the beautiful and ugly parts alike, to define you for you. And today, as we round out January, a time when we reflect on how we can make lasting changes to improve our lives, you may have found that you have strayed from your New Year's resolutions. But what if that's okay? What if you stop trying to do better and just be? That being said, for today's topic, you've heard of a year of yes. How about trying a year of no? So think back, January 1st, 2022 at 12.01 a.m. A fresh slate. Where were you? What were you doing? Who were you with? What were you wearing? As you stood at the very beginning of a chance to start things new. Me, I was in my pajamas at home. I had COVID. (laughs) I had Omicron. She got me. I was on day six of quarantine. So for the first time in my entire life, I was home by myself on New Year's Eve. And I'm not going to lie for a second. I freaked out, catastrophized a bit. Oh my God, this is a sign. This is the last year of my life. I'm alone. (laughs) But I quickly stopped myself. I had such a strong reaction um, initially because the time between December 25th and the 3rd of January is my favorite time of year. New Year's Eve is my absolute favorite holiday. It marks the end and beginning of not just the calendar year, but also a year of my life since my birthday falls on the 3rd. And after being very upset about not being able to celebrate since I was alone, (laughs) I took some time to reflect on my year and had a celebration of sorts, honestly. I decided to literally meditate into the new year. I got on YouTube. I found uh, there's a YouTube that I listen to a lot called or a channel that I subscribe to. It's called Great Meditation. They had a meditation called um, Reflect into the New Year. So I cut that on around 11.55 p.m. And just when I I really started to really center and the peace kind of came over me. I heard people shouting and screaming all over JVC, all over Dubai. And I heard fireworks going off. And so I got up, I went out to my balcony and I stood there and just took everything in. I took it all in. I didn't even record it. And I said out loud to myself, I could not be more grateful than I am right now at this moment. Why is that? I attribute it to two years of no. (laughs) So there's a book, it's called Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes. Um, Shonda Rhimes is the creator of Grey's Anatomy and How to Get Away with Murder. Specifically, the title is Year of Yes, How to Dance It Out, Stand in the Sun, and Be Your Own Person. It's described as profound, impassioned, laugh out loud funny. She reveals how saying yes changed and saved her life and inspires readers everywhere to change their own lives with one little word. Yes. Have I read the book? No. I just remember when I heard a title, I was like, no, (laughs) for no other reason than it sounded like yet another hippie diffy self-improvement book. Um, If you're someone who fits my demographic, mid thirties, identifies as a woman, Culture Christian, person of color, single, no children, <laughs> career oriented, so you're independent, which is 
a negative these days. <laughs> if you're someone like me, all of those titles carry weight and you're not supposed to be happy when it really comes down to it. You're not supposed to be happy. <laughs> so we look to these books and every year we divide ourselves into little pieces, um, relationship, finance, health, job, family. We divide ourselves into all these parts and we create vision boards and we watch YouTube videos and we turn to try to learn how to glow up and we journal and we read year of yes. <laughs> we listen to this or that podcast. And my thought though was, would you dare to just say no to all of that? Would you dare to have a year of no? No to the notion that there's anything to improve in the first place? Would you take the risk of saying no? Saying no to wanting to lose weight, to change your job, to save more money, to get out of debt, to find a partner, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Would you take the risk of saying, no, I don't want to do these things? Would you? Does it make you uncomfortable? And if it does, why does it scare you? 2019 was milestone for me because I have committed to living overseas long term. Um, I ended the year not in the best place. Gained weight, money was funny. My job was not what I wanted. I was single. I remember looking around on New Year's headed into 2020 and I was in Cali and it was my brother and sister-in-law and there was another couple there. And I remember being so upset about the fact that I was alone. I was always the third, the fifth wheel. I kind of lamented that night. And even though like New Year's Eve is my favorite holiday, I particularly remember that one not being my favorite. And on the 16 hour plane ride back to Dubai, I got out my journal to outline my goals for the new year. It was the same as always, lose weight, get out of debt. But it kind of hit me that I'm living the same year over and over again, despite being meticulous with my efforts to plan it out. And I just decided to live my life. I said, no, I didn't make a vision board. I said no to quarterly updates on my progress. I did away with smart statements, just no. And I embraced a year of no, which is K-N-O-W, just as much as a year of no, N-O. And what ended up happening organically was tuning into knowing what I really wanted, not what others wanted to me, knowing my likes, my dislikes, what made me happy and what made me not so happy and setting boundaries around those things. I found that when you put, you keep putting a goal in front of you, you not only miss out on knowing yourself, you miss out on appreciating what is already there. So if you took the chance of not engaging in a new year, new me mentality, you might just start to love your life and realize that you lack nothing. You are already a whole person living a whole ass life. Yes, there are some parts you are more happy and satisfied about than others. Some of them you feel like you might need improvement on. However, I'm here to tell you, you're already whole. You don't need anything else. You're already living the life of your dreams. Now, perhaps that does not resonate with you, but I dare you take a year or two of no goals and say, get to know yourself and your life exactly as it is. And this will slowly become your reality. It did for me. It was interesting. I started moving towards what I desired when all the pressure of reaching the next milestone was off. When I took the time to really know myself, 
I develop confidence. I learn to trust myself enough to know that I will naturally flow what is meant for me. Um, as a specific example, you know, my weight has always been something that I have struggled with. And I always have like a quote unquote goal weight. And instead of being meticulous about, I used to have a tracker, like literally a Google sheet that tracked my weight every single day, exactly what I ate, um, what my exercise was. I mean, and I'll tell you that it was helpful, but I decided to do away with the tracker. And I actually lost like 10, 15 pounds that year when I stopped being so um, attached to that plan and that number and that goal. Um, I ended up with more money than I ever had that year. Um, when I stopped thinking about scrolling over my, my spending journal every single day and, um, you know, checking my balances and writing out such a meticulous budget. Um, I just started naturally making choices that were good for me because I started to really know what I liked and what I disliked. Like, do I really want to be 150 pounds or am I happy at my weight? as it is right then and there. And when I didn't feel happy about how much I weighed, I stopped eating the things I shouldn't want to. But when I did feel happy, even though it wasn't that 150, I was cool with it. I didn't keep pressing. Same with money, you know? Um, people talk about how we're in debt. Like debt is something that everyone has. And I just let go of the fact that I had to have no debt. And I ended up, using my credit card less, if at all, I ended up not having more savings than I ever had in my life. Um, and the more and more I kind of noticed how I started moving towards what I wanted, the more trust and confidence built that I didn't have to write a goal down. And I really attribute that to knowing and tuning in for a year or two of not putting something in front of me that would determine when I could be happy. I was just happy in the moment. When you know yourself and love yourself in this exact moment with the exact weight, exact account of balance, your exact house, job, relationship status, you can have faith in the direction that you're going. One of my favorite affirmations is, I am sure of who I am. I am sure of where I'm going. I trust myself. I trust in my decisions. I have faith in the process of life. All is well, all is perfect, all is complete. And you can get there with a year of no. <laughs> so um, a friend shared this insight that I want to close with. And it's that when you get to heaven, God is not going to ask you what you did with this life. As in, he's not going to ask your job title or your salary or your good deeds. He isn't going to ask you how much you weigh. He's not going to ask how much debt you left behind or why you never became a homeowner. <laughs> he's going to ask, did you enjoy the gift of life that I freely gave to you? Remember that life doesn't have to be perfect to be wonderful. Embrace each part of your whole. Bye.